So, all of time and space, everything that ever happened or ever will, where do you want to start? Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of the Gallifrey Broadcasting System. It's your host, Jace. And Sean. And we are coming at you with our review of Episode 5, The Saranga Conundrum. That's kind of... Saranga. Saranga Conundrum. Saranga. I don't know. Sounds almost like a type of car. Yeah. Like the, hey, I got the new uh, 2019 Saranga. Yeah, the Ford Saranga. <laughs> it's Saranga. Yeah. It's a car. Someone Google it. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> We're talking about that, and we're also going to talk about our feelings as a whole for this season so far. It's, I feel like we do that every episode, but you know what? It's mid-season. It means more. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're making it seem like it's more important than it actually is. But before we get into that, we're really, really excited about stuff coming up here, specifically conventions coming up. One that we went to yeah. last year. A lot of fun. Was uh, up there in the... Technic- they say Chicago, but it's Lombard. It's right outside yeah. of Chicago. That's uh, uh, Chicago TARDIS, which we had a great time last year. It was super fun. We even did an episode from the hotel room. Yeah, talking about it and you know what we thought so far each day. and yeah, It was a lot of fun. Met some new people that we've, we've been friends with since then. And Right, right. Yeah. yeah. It, it's always cool to go to those things, you know, because unlike, let's say, you know, a Comic-Con or you know, anime expo or a geek expo, something like that. Yeah. It's a bunch of people with different likes. Like you, you go to a comic con and it's like, there could be some people who are really into comics and the real people yeah. into video games. You see and, a little bit of everything from different, you think of it, there's someone cosplaying as it. Right. You know, at, at these conventions, but Chicago TARDIS, it's all Doctor Do- Who. Do- all Doctor Who. Everybody's dressed up as Doctor Who. Right. So Character. you have like an immediate icebreaker to talk to any human being there because, yes. you know, they all love Doctor and, Who. And like most other conventions, everyone's really, really nice. You can walk up to anyone. You right, right. ask for a picture. They come up to you, ask you for a picture. You know, it's, it's yeah, great. you took a million pictures yeah, last I, year. Yeah, I did take a million pictures last year. But we are trying to go this year. Everything is lining up to look like we are gonna go. And so far, but we we've, well, we've been we've been outed before. <laughs> so, right. uh, if you want to send us a check, yes, to help. No, I'm just kidding. But we it would accept, be nice. We do accept plasma. Yeah, I don't, know if, I don't know if we're allowed to accept plasma, but we're selling on your I behalf. Know, I don't know if that's legal. Can you mail it? plasma? I don't think it's legal. The FBI might find you. But uh, <laughs> just like I said, we're really excited. We're hoping that we can go, and then we'll give you guys some content from this year's. And if you check the back catalogs, if you're actually interested in how last year's trip went, you can check on, I think, I can't remember the episode number, but it is in the back catalogs yeah. there. It might have been episode six or seven. I, I can't remember. But it's there. You can hear our uh, experience from last year's Chicago TARDIS. Yeah, I got and to talk to some, got to talk to a couple of the doctors and all yeah, sorts yeah, of people. Yeah, it was, yeah, really it was cool. great. Yeah. But, you know, it's that time. Oh. It's time for this week's Doctor News. Yeah. 
I've got some news for you, dudes. All right, everyone. Well, this week's Doctor News is not a whole lot of new info uh, in terms of this, like, crazy things like the comics and stuff like that. More so, let's focus on strictly just Series 11. There's mm. a couple things that have come down the pipelines. Some may be good. Some some of us are kind of weary on. But the first one is we're now on a new time slot starting on the, I think I think it's the 18th of November? Yeah, it, uh, I got it wrote down right here. So starting episode 7. I want to say it's 6.30. 6.30, the 6.30 p.m., I guess p.m. for us Americans. And then on um, November 18th. Yeah. yeah, so we're swapping to a new time slot. I guess they have another big show coming in on the time that we, maybe a time later on, a time we have. So they're moving a couple shows back to earlier time slots. So that's, I mean, whatever, that's fine. It doesn't really matter to me. I don't um, watch it. Yeah, I don't anyway. like to watch it. Anybody's watch it the next day. On demand. Yeah, so so there's that. That's not really that big of a deal. But now something that well, is... Well, some people are... Some, well, some might, yeah. Some people are <laughs> making it a big deal because they're bigger shows and they're, uh, you know, there was the thought process that Doctor Who should be the number one focus of the BBC, but things like Strictly Come Dancing and all that it's stuff. It's all business, kind of though. Yeah, yeah, it's all it's all business. It's fine. But something that we've kind of talked about that I'm not really excited about, but I guess some, it, I guess people are taking it a little bit better than I thought. It, it seems to be 50-50 anyways, is that there is no Christmas special this year. I would say that it, it, people are actually taking it a little bit harder. The the only caveat to that is that Chris Chibnall was talking about there might be an episode, you know, it, past... The series. new year. There'll be like a bonus episode. It just won't be Christmas related. Uh, I remember reading his quote about it, and he was talking about the reason that they don't want to do a Christmas special. At least this is what he said. Who knows what the actual reasoning yeah. is. Is that they feel like they played the Christmas trope out. I got like, you. I just want to try something different. Because they... He's, his, again, this is what he said, is that they've done these Christmas shows now for, you know, over ten years. Mm -hmm. And the, some of them aren't even Christmassy. Like, I mean, to be fair... The only reference to Christmas in last year's Christmas special was the Christmas armistice at the very end of the episode. The whole episode had nothing to do. It's true. With Christmas, it's true. It was it's just, it was always been like just a, a bonus episode. It's like yeah, and there's some that you know if you weren't paying attention, you probably could have missed too. I mean, I know there's a couple. There's a David Tennant well, a lot one of people that I was like, miss, huh? Yeah, a lot of people missed some because of the. The what I found is this just tells you how powerful Netflix is is Netflix used to have Dark Who on it yep. for a long time. So did Hulu. Both are gone now. You can only get... Uh, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime uh, as a streaming without having to actually purchase the episodes one by one. Mm -hmm. What I found is the episodes that were missing from the Netflix queue, so many people didn't see. And there was Christmas specials yeah, like that. Yeah, there was a few Christmas specials. It was like the ones that weren't as popular as some of the other ones. Like the really popular ones were on there, and they were in... I guess chronological order in a sense, but things on like Hulu, you actually had to look up the Christmas specials separately. Yeah, it wasn't even in the actual. Episodes. Yeah, you would miss them completely. So if you let, if you went from one series to another, I think it's the same on missed. Amazon Prime. No, now. it is. Yeah, you would. You if you don't pay attention to your series ending, you're gonna start the new series and be like, I'm confused. Right. What just happened? So, <clears throat> so, so people are. I think people are taking it better than I thought. Because I, what I've read is people are like 50-50 on it. As long as I get another episode, they don't really care. But 
what I read, I didn't know about his quote, what I read is that they were just running out of ideas for Christmas special. Maybe that ties into what you're talking about. They right. played it out, so they don't know what else to do. Right. I, I think that, that that I can understand that to a bit. People have really come to expect it, though. And, I mean, there have been some Christmas specials that have really fallen flat because they were forced to do, like, a Christmassy type thing. Yeah. One that uh, comes into mind is... God, what was the name of the episode? It was one of Capaldi's specials. Uh, uh, the Return of Mr. Mysteri- Dr. Mysterio? And that one was terrible. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the Nick Frost one? Yeah, what was the The Nick- one with the, like, dream spiders or whatever? Yeah, what was that episode called? Uh, I, I don't know. I can, no, I this is going to kill me now. Yeah, well, we shouldn't have said mission it on a podcast. Oh, <laughs> man. I hate when this stuff happens. But you know what episode I'm referencing? It was his first Christmas special and had Nick Frost who yeah. played Santa Claus because his name's Nick Frost. Ah, yeah, it was not that great. Doctor Mysterio was not. It was not great. I thought Husbands of River Song was great. Oh, it's great. What was besides? Again, if we look at like why it was Christmas related, really the only thing I can think of that whole episode that had any kind of Christmas theme besides besides the fact that it had snow, because I feel like that's almost cheating. The only thing I can think of is when he had antlers on his mm-hmm. head for the first little bit, and then, you know, whatever. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, also... Yeah, but, I mean, you can't think of the Christmas special, I think, nowadays, in terms of it being a Christmas special. Like, in terms of it's taking place during Christmas. It just so happens that it, the episode comes out well, around Christmas. Well, so that's... I, just, I think it's just become known as a Christmas special, but... Well, no, because they're all here. There. I mean, especially... well, they have some bit of Christmas, but like you said, I mean, some of them don't. Well, early ones really. Yeah, did. the early ones really did. They all took place on Christmas. <laughs> well, I mean, even though when you look at the time of the Doctor, um, they took place on a on a, in a town called, called Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's yeah. I mean, I'm saying though, I don't know. Here's my take on it. I'm not a, sure how I feel because of how I feel with the series so far as a whole, which we're not going to talk about right now, but. I don't, so I don't know how I feel about a Christmas special being missing. I don't, I don't know if I'm really heard about it. Uh, my only, like, like, I obviously liked the idea of having a Doctor Who episode on Christmas. It felt kind of like a tradition for me. So I am sad to see it go. If they do another bonus episode, it'll definitely cauterize the wound for me. Yeah. But, you know, now is it just, now what is it? You know, like, why are they... Why do it? What's why the do point? It? Yeah. yeah. If like, you're... It, Unless it's going to propel something forward or maybe set you up for but the what next is series, even, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Why not? If if they're going to not do a Christmas special, like oh, we're just going to do. Why not just do an extra episode at the end? Right, right. Yeah, like there's just continue it for another episode and then right. just don't even do one. No, I agree. And but that kind of brings us into the next little bit of news for the series. It's, it, I don't think it's been. I haven't seen it. If we, if y'all have seen it somewhere, send me a link. But they're as as we're talking. As we're talking, I haven't seen it yet. Which yeah. Uh, but they're saying that we might have another year hiatus. You remember how long that year was before? I waiting for Capaldi's. Don't understand. I really don't understand. Well, it's because apparently, like Bradley Walsh and them have is about to have a really busy schedule. So that kind of leads into what I think is going to happen, which we talked about last episode mm. with Bradley Walsh. I think his exit is going to be at the end of the series. I think that's what they're building towards. Yeah, but you can't base this an entire show with all these people like and obviously the huge giant fan base yeah off of the schedules of a few people you could if that's their that's as we both know as we both know 
he is the most popular companion. I, if that is the reason why... If they're going to keep him, then yeah, they're going to have to push it back if his schedule's busy. No. No. Yeah. Like That's how movies go, man. People get busy, things can't do it. Yeah, but... You know, but... You think that if... That's how the acting gig goes. Scarlett Johansson had a movie coming up. Do you think they would delay the Avengers by a year? No, she would have to not take the other part. Right. Okay. That's so what I'm he, saying. He, but he, if he chooses to take the other parts... If they want to keep him, then they have to delay. If they don't want to keep him, then they send him out on at the end of the series and go on somewhere else. Well, I mean, on the business side of it, I would say they should have been smarter about signing contracts, exclusively signing him. Yeah. Um, but if that's not the reason, I'm not in the acting business. I don't know how their contracts look. Well, I, I but just, I agree with you. If they wanted to keep him, you know, then they should have signed him on for more than a year. But then again, they didn't know how it was going to go. I, I feel like this is also um, something where I feel like if they're going to do this every other year, because they had a year hiatus between series 9 and 10, right? I think so. Was it 9 and 10? I think so. I thought it was earlier, but you might be right. And then they had a year hiatus between series 7 and 8. Because mm-hmm. like that year, all we got was the... The 50th anniversary special, and then the... Did we have another year hiatus after Series 8? Mm. I don't think... Did we? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, with um, with Sherlock and... Well, I thought they just pushed it from... Because remember, there was a time where we were at the beginning of the years when this it started. Remember, we went from starting in the fall to it started in spring, and then we went, it finished, and then we, instead of going... Like, it ended in, what, June? The Series 8 did? And then we had to wait until August... Yeah. To do it. So, I mean, I see and what you're saying. And then there was a but... year, there was a hiatus, too, in 2008 with David Tennant, and that's yeah. why they had, but what they did with that is they had those specials. They didn't have a series, they just had specials. My point is this, is like, obviously the show's huge, and the fan base isn't going anywhere, but I feel like it's disloyal to the fans. Yeah, I, I don't feel know. like if, if they would at least be up front... And be like, look, guys, Doctor Who is only coming around every two years. Because here's the other thing to show. I understand it, it takes a lot to film it. It takes a really long time. Because there's every episode's new sets. Uh, they do a lot of on-location shooting. This most recent episode was definitely definitely not one of those that was all on set, basically. Yeah, yeah. So I get it, right? The show's expensive. I, I get all that. But my point... Is that they they need to dedicate more to having the show on time? I feel like there's no there's no recourse if they do a year hiatus. I really hope they don't. Yeah, I do too because like I, I want who, you know, I want to. I mean, I want to talk Doctor Who, and you know, with our podcast, you guys want to listen to it. We gotta have stuff to talk about. Besides, here's the other thing: is besides is to my the best my recollection. Besides the cancellation crisis back in 86 mm-hmm. with Colin Baker, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of a time that they did a year-long break. Like, they would just they would just skip a year with classic Doctor Who. Uh, I could be wrong, but I, I, I just I don't see it. And, again, it just seems like, why? Because the, 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 the reason that we were given before for the last hiatus or the last two 
was because of Stephen Moffat and the fact that he worked for another BBC property in Sherlock, yeah. and he couldn't do both at the same time. Yeah. And I took that and I went, okay. Like, I was a little peeved because I was like, man, like, why give your these two giant properties to one guy then? Yeah. Like, just find another guy. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm but, just, I don't know. It's... Like I said, I'm not, I'm not, I mean, the year hiatus is going to hurt me more than I think not having a Christmas special. For sure. For sure. But For I sure. just, yeah, I don't know what to think. I just, the year hiatus, I don't get it. You have shows at, that I'm not going to say are, I, I love Doctor Who. It's one of my favorite shows. But there's other shows that I think they put more time into that come out every year. Like Clockwork. Well, yeah, but it, like, you, you know? like you said earlier, it's a business. You yeah. Know? And uh, Doctor Who does do well for the BBC. But Doctor unless, Who does... but, okay, so you, to your point with the actors, if if it's just one guy, it's not if it's not your director, it's not any of your writers and stuff like that. Like Moffat, you know, if it's not Chris or any of those people, the showrunner, yeah, then why take a year off? Let that character write that character out for a series. Like they stay, decided to stay home or something. They got tired of traveling, and if you want to bring them back, bring them back. Mm-hmm. You know, or something. Keep the show going. Right. Because yeah. then I think if you did something like that, like let's say they don't kill off Graham, but he decides that he's had enough, and then later on, some people love him and they miss him, and then something happens and he kind of comes back into it. Maybe that makes his character better. You know, you never know. Yeah. But I, I just think, I think if that. I don't. Again, we're we're purely speculating that yeah. that's maybe the reason. I, yeah, we have no is, idea. We're not experts on, on it. So if it is, I, I think that's a little that's a little too easy of a problem to fix. Like it's too easy to fix. But ultimately, we don't know yet. It could all be based off. Yeah, it could all be based off how the first year goes. Maybe that's what they did. Maybe they literally just had like one year contracts on all these people. You know, to see There's how it no goes. way they have a one-year well, contract Jody. on Jody. No, not Jody, but I'm talking about all, they the other, own all everyone her. else. Oh yeah, they own her. Yeah, and we'll 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 get to all I, that. And there was something I talked about uh, maybe in a previous episode before was I watched an interview uh, with Peter Capaldi, and this was before <clears throat> Twice Upon a Time it aired. So this was over a year ago, and uh, he was talking. I think it was at San Diego Comic Con, and he was talking about Doctor Who, and he was sitting there with. Uh, Stephen Moffat, he was getting interviewed, and they were talking to him or whatever, and the guy interviewing Kevin Smith was actually interviewing him, and he talked about how he liked Peter Capaldi's work previous to Doctor Who, bringing up uh, The Thick of It, where he played the famous character yeah. Malcolm Tucker. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Malcolm was uh, very boisterous and said yeah, a lot yeah, of curse yeah, words yeah. and everything, and he asked him, he said, you know, hey, could you drop... Come on, just drop an f bomb for me. I'd love to hear Malcolm Tucker. Couldn't do it because and then he goes, he was the doctor. Yeah, he was like, uh, should I? And then Moffat was like, nope, you can't. And he was like, yeah, unfortunately, cause contract and everything. I can't say anything like that until it's over. He's like, ask me after Christmas, and then I can do it. Yeah, and it's like so they they've got these guys or gals locked down. Yeah, they do. Jody is locked down. But anyway, yeah, yeah, that's. But yeah, that's just, I mean, that's, what, three things? Time change, no Dark Christmas special, and a potential year hiatus. Yeah. And uh, two of those are which are confirmed, uh, right. one of which is not. But three really big things in, in a way, you know? Yeah, yeah, huge news. Huge yeah, huge news. news. And uh, it's, uh, it's crazy. You know, I didn't think they would ever uh, do away with the Christmas special. I do not like the idea. 
of another year hiatus. The time change has no effect on me yeah, whatsoever. Yeah, no effect on me whatsoever. Maybe they'll get more viewers at the time. I don't know. I, you know okay, but, let's talk about that. Actually, I'm glad you yeah. brought that up. I know this is your segment. I'm sorry. I don't mean to hijack it here. This it's is Doctor, okh- This is Dr. News. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but the, another thing I wanted to ask you about, because I know you saw yeah, some of it, yeah. was the viewership drop. Mm-hmm. And I think, I honestly think we're on two different stances there. Just with a short about short amount of time we talked about it, mm-hmm. I think we're on two different stances there. Your stance is that it's dropped a lot from previous episodes. Was like eight million down to like six. Right. Well, I, I there. Okay, continue. I'll, no, I'll yeah. So that's I, and I could be wrong. Maybe we didn't talk about it enough. But from what I got from it, that's your thing. Is that people are saying that it dropped. It's not as it's becoming less popular mid season because it's not keeping people entertained enough. My view on it. And if you look at the actual data, yeah, it only had 6 million. The last episode only had 6 million, maybe a little bit more than 6 million viewers. But it still had the same amount of viewership percentage that it has this entire time, about 30%. It came in second that weekend. Here's a word we learned working uh, retail managers. Oh, yeah. And it's the the penetration is the same. Yeah. So meaning the the amount of people that you have watching of those people the same percentage of people is watching so your overall it it looked like that weekend less people were just watching shows overall they still had 30 percent of the total audience viewership which ended up being second of shows that ran that weekend and then on that potential channel and then they ended up coming in eighth over every channel that weekend i don't think that's bad no okay i'll agree with you there 100 percent uh, Doctor Who viewership is still up from the previous Doctor, mm-hmm. you know, series 8, 9, and 10. I do understand that there are other circumstances to why the viewership would drop. One being, obviously, the first episode is going to have a lot of extra viewership because it's the first episode. New Doctor. A lot of new stuff. New viewers, you know, new viewers who've never seen it before, like the interest factor is high. They, yeah. you know, there's a lot of. People who just kind of want to see what the whole all the talk was about. Yeah. So I get that. So it would make sense the viewership would drop from that from first episode to the current episode. Um, so I get that, and obviously we had a we've had so many talks about this. It was a huge talk uh, about the way that media is changing mm-hmm. and the way that people consume content. That's obviously a huge reason why viewership could be down is because people are watching it. I like wish there us. was a way, I wish there was a way for them to add all that together but it's impossible to calculate right so, because you have to get all these different yeah it's impossible to calculate i think if they it's not to that do it's that, impossible it's it just, just it these, take too long. these companies aren't cooperating yeah. with each other if there was a way for them to do that i think we would see how how popular certain shows are here's uh, something interesting is like if you put a show or something on netflix for example netflix does not give you any indication of how many people watched it or anything like that they all they tell you tell you is like oh it's going well or it's you know it's not that's all they know and that's actually a business play on their part because if you um the the one of the negotiating factors of classic television was people would know what viewership was and everything like that so they can use that as a negotiating tactic for money like okay i know that with me on your show you get this many viewers and everything like that yeah and even well even uh the channels that aired the shows, you know, those programs and shit like that. People, you know, back people could be like, "Our show is doing really well. We want to be here this time slot or something like that." And people could, it's it's well, that's a whole business. I don't even I don't know anything about. So right, right. I've done a little research on it, but anyway, my 
my point is is there are a lot of reasons mm-hmm. why the viewership is going down. I will say though, we can't ignore the contributing factor of the actual stories themselves to that viewership. Well, no, but I'm not looking at it. You're looking at it from just a number. I think pe- more people are looking at it from a number standpoint. Two million down from previous episodes. Well, that's grabby. You know, yeah. they think that they see that headline. It's like, oh, that's it makes it. A but big deal. if you were, it's not if you were to, deal as well, yeah. But if you were to take, it. if you were to take that and put the percentage next to it too of total viewership, it hasn't dropped really at all. It's been about 30, 29 to 32% has been the viewership. Yes. I, I, I see what you're saying. You, you know, um, and again, there's... Yeah, I, like I said, I just think I think of things, I guess, just a little bit more, I guess, what's the word I'm looking for? Broad? Is that the word I'm looking for? That might, might be the word I'm looking for. But it's... I look at it as an actual number standpoint in terms of total viewing audience. They had the same amount, basically. Just because that the their potential their particular number looks lower... They're, that's out of the whole gene pool of people that were right. watching. So that you're weekend. just saying less people are watching TV overall that's that weekend. They, that's, that's why, why it looked viewed. smaller. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. less people that weekend watched television. Maybe right. they had something else going on. I don't know what's going on mm-hmm. overseas and stuff like that. I don't know. Maybe there was some sort of event that weekend too. People weren't there. Maybe there's mm-hmm. a concert in their area. You know, you never know what's going on. But if now, if that percentage would have been like 22 percent, and also said the six million and stuff like that. I'd have been like, yeah, that something is going on, because that's almost a ten percent drop, eight right. to ten percent drop. That's huge. Right. But a one to three percent drop, I really don't think it's that big of a deal. That's it for Doctor News this week. We're gonna go ahead and jump into our review of episode five of series eleven, the Saranga conundrum. Saranga. I don't know if I could say that five times Sarang- fast. Saranga, 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 Saranga. Well, now say the whole thing. Saranga conundrum. Saranga conundrum. Saranga conundrum. Yeah, Saranga. Yeah, <laughs> so. Instead of going through the whole episode, and you guys have seen it. There's no point in doing that. We're just going to go ahead and You're jump welcome. in. Now, normally what I do is I at, we talk about the episode, and we go through it, and yada, yada, and then at the end we give our verdict. Now, I thought it would be fun to give our verdict right at the beginning oh. and then talk about it. Okay. So, how many jelly, jelly Babies did you rate this episode? Would you like a Jelly Baby? Would you care for a Jelly Baby? Would you like a jelly baby? How many jelly babies would I give this episode? Out of five. Whew, five jelly babies. Okay, that's a tough one because I have a lot I want to say about this episode. Okay. What, Without, have, I, what have I done so far? 2.5, a 2.5, and a 3.5. I think would have been my verdict. Yeah, yeah. We haven't talked about Rosa. Rosa yet. We haven't forgotten. That's just a big episode. We'll, uh, we'll get to that one. I'm going to go... Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a 2.5. Another 2.5. Yeah. You can't break away from. That I can't number. break away from the 2.5. Like it's not bad, but it's not great. It's yeah. kind of like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will give this two jelly babies. Okay, out of five. going down to the two. Two jelly babies out of five. But let's get into why we think that way. So let's talk about the doctor. So we have the doctor. <sighs> so, okay. So here's the thing with the doctor. This episode, I. I've been talking about it this entire podcast. There are so many inconsistencies in this episode. Yeah. Talking about the doctor, so you know, just to like I said, we're not doing a whole synopsis, but you got the what was they called? What was the bomb? What was the bomb? It was a what kind of bomb was it? Mine. Well, it was oh the Sonic Mine. Sonic Mine. So okay, they get injured, right? Y'all saw that. This thing beginning. blows up. Okay, right, 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 this right. thing blows up. They get on this very ineffective, very mind. ineffective mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now they did say they like 
I guess, fix their organs or something like that. But the three humans are fine. Well, okay. My thing about that was, <laughs> is like, if a mine, like, we don't know how, from how soon the mine exploded till the, uh, they got... Oh, no, there's, there's, there's a gap. We don't know the time frame and stuff like that. We know that they were on the ship for four days, but we don't know when. What I'm saying is this, is like a, a, the 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 point of a mine is it kills you instantly. Yes, you're you're supposed to not be alive. Like, there's no, like, you okay. step on a mine, it explodes, and then you got time, and then... The and you're, you're, you're like, that's gonna suck in three seconds. And it's like, okay, it's a sonic mine, right? So it, it messes with your insides. Okay, well, if it messes with your insides, like... You're dead. You're dead right away. And maybe, maybe, the, maybe but Time Lords are different, so maybe there is something there, but that leads me into what I'm talking about with the Doctor this episode. The Doctor was plagued this entire episode with an unknown injury. Right. Holding her side like this her entire episode. Yeah, ectospleen. You know, it's, you know, whatever. It's being, re it's realigning itself, mm -hmm. you know. But the three humans were fine, and we're right. mush. Right. Well, that's the thing is, like, and I, we talked a little bit after watching the episode, the thing about it that I didn't really understand was, you, you know, writers do this where they give the character an ailment or something mm -hmm. like that to add more tension to certain parts of the story they're writing. So that's maybe what I was thinking is, like, maybe the doctor is hurt in this way because it'll cause her to pass out or something will happen where the it'll other characters... It'll compel one of the other characters forward. Right. Uh, or... Yeah. Yeah. It'll make it where she's not fast enough to do something. Or and something you, bad happens, or you know. And you could kind of say that that she was slow to stop Astos from ejecting from the life pod. I don't really buy that. I don't think so because that whole time she's running. Right. You know, and that's the thing. So she's like kind of barely able to walk, wobbling, and then one minute she's running through the corridors, and then she's wobbling again. Mm. You know, I just I didn't understand, like you said, the ailment. It did nothing for the episode. If you if she right, just woke just up something. and been okay, just like everyone else, it, it would have been the same episode. Been exactly it it would have been the same exact episode. Yeah, so it, I agree that should have been utilized more, written into where maybe she passes out, maybe she can't move and she like has to toss the screwdriver to somebody for them to mm -hmm. do whatever needed to be done, you know, or or something. But I, I I don't know the doctor this episode. I just don't think had a good part. In it. Does that make sense? I don't want to say... Okay, I don't want to say that, but I, something was missing. Well, I've said that about... Just like every episode. That's what I've said about this Doctor for the the whole run of the series, is that something's been missing. Uh, an, another thing that I noticed about the Doctor in this episode, that I never... can't I can't recall a time where the Doctor did this, was... They were... At the beginning of the episode, the Doctor you know, is trying to figure out what's going on, where they're at, where's the TARDIS, like, where they're going, I gotta escape, yada yada. Mm -hmm. Then the Pating comes in, we'll get into that in here in a second, and Astos basically takes command of the ship and then basically tells the Doctor what to do. Do you remember that? Like, the Doctor kind of tries to take charge, and then Astos goes, I'm in charge of the ship, I'm the one who knows where we're going. I'm the one who is in charge of the patients here, and you need to listen to me. And the doctor goes, I kind of don't like being told what to do. But then backs down. Yeah. Like, the doctor's always... Being like, I'm the one that's going to get us out like, live. 
like, you need to listen to me. Right. Always the the lead in the room. Always the center of the universe. I mean, in terms... I, that didn't bother me, though. I was like, okay. I, mean, I was with you, though. When I saw it, I was like, oh, kind of backs down. Because he was like, this ship will kill everyone if we don't do what we're supposed to right. do. You know? And you don't know this ship. I know what's going to happen. Uh, but, I don't know. So the Doctor, I don't know. The Doctor had a weird... That was a weird episode for me for the Doctor. I agree. I think Jodie's performance is still good, but it seems yeah, like... Yeah, I love, I love her, but the writing still isn't there for her character perfectly yet. I still don't get a sense of any connection from this Doctor to any previous version of the Doctor. I agree. I think we talked about it before. Actually, I think it was you. I think you might have brought it up, or I could be completely making this up, and you never said this once. <laughs> Sorry. I'll take the credit. I, I do this all the time. I just make up... You said this. I make it up. Uh, yeah, just take credit. That... So you had Capaldi when I left. You know, Doctor, I let you go. Right. You know? And it's like that... Where's the... I don't know. What's, what's the word I'm looking for? Where's the connection, the connection between that moment... And what's happening now? And what's happening now? Nothing. Still a doctor. Nothing. What did you let go? Nothing. Nothing changed. We thought we thought at the beginning that this doctor was going to be like, I'm not the doctor anymore. Well, I'm that, not was doing my, it. that was my yeah. guess. I'm not going to do it anymore. And then something happens later on. Right. Realizes it's, it's important. Does it again. Right. There's no, there's no sense of this doctor finding herself. Because each each of the doctors had a th- like a, a I don't want to say a thing, but like remember doing the 50th anniversary. The three different versions of the Doctor. Yeah, yeah. remember what the the uh, the moment said. Mm-hmm. You had the one that run, the one that's running away. Well, the the one that uh, the one forgot. The one that forgets, or the one that regrets, and one that forgets. forgets. Yeah. What and then what is this one like? It's just the Doctor. Like I'm trying to. I don't know. I don't. There's nothing there. Right. You know. It seems like, and I've seen other reviews talking about how this Doctor has, like, is the Doctor in the sense that she is quippy and like obviously she has knowledge of everything mm-hmm. and and has tries to do certain callbacks and everything they even did that in this episode when they brought up uh there was a book some some famous book from all the histories of this great oh and war. the doctor was apparently in it that cause, yeah yeah right so yeah, there, it, the now. show is doing is doing expository dialogue to, in the sense that, hey, this is the Doctor. Mm-hmm. But nothing that the Doctor is actually like saying besides references is giving me any connection... To the to, previous... To previous versions of, of this... Of, the, of this character. And this this should be the most... Like, we got to remember in the timeline of how we viewed the show, this is obviously the oldest version, has the most experienced Doctor and everything like that, and there's still... like It's almost like... She's reacting to everything completely different than the way that the Doctor... Like, imagine Capaldi in these scenarios, you know what I mean? And I understand, and I understand that this, the show has gone in a completely new direction. Oh, but, yeah. But I, I would like some semblance of that this Doctor is still the Doctor that we've known before. And maybe that's just the way he's writing it. Maybe that's the way Chris is writing it, where this Doctor regenerated and isn't. You know, maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's an underlying thing there. Maybe we'll figure it out through the rest of the series. I don't know. But in this terms of this episode, the Doctor was lacking in something. You know, the injury was useless. It didn't meant nothing. Uh, we'll talk about the patine later, but the screwdriver moment, where it, it ate the screwdriver, yeah, useless. 
Yeah. It meant nothing. Yep. It literally meant z zero. It didn't compel anything because she still used it. The only, only, the only thing that that did give you the energy that lets you know that it absorbed. And, oh, I can't energy. wait to get to that part. But I'll say one <laughs> more thing about the doctor about this episode was this is would have been a great episode to see the doctor go into command mode mm -hmm. and into like that darkness a little bit you know? something yeah I, I don't know like i said this just it's not quite there yet that's, that's the last thing i'll say about it it's not quite there yet right so talking about if uh, some of the companions here one I, i'll bring up the first one that i want to talk about because there's not much to say and that's yes there there is never much to say about yes Especially this episode. Nothing about Yaz in this episode. I mean... She... Out of all the, I guess, the little mini plot points in the episode... Right. What was she doing? Right. Nothing. I mean, there was the part where they're trying to get the bomb off of the uh, off the ship. Yeah, but all she did is say, follow me. The doctor right, said, right. follow she was me, Yaz. Like, what I was going to say is she was just there for someone... For and the she doctor was, and to she was just there to. for Yonin, uh, Ronin. Right. When they... Shot little, oh, she grabs the pating. That's her moment. She grabs the pating in the thing. Right. That was all she did in that in whole the blanket. episode. In the blanket. I, I cannot wait to get to that. There's <laughs> I cannot wait to get to the pating. But, but anyways. There's, there's not much, <laughs> there really isn't much else to say about oh, Yaz. But she's just, you know, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to I'm not going to get an overview because we're going to do a mid-season overview later. So we're, we're actually, sorry, Yaz, that's all you get from us. Yeah, We're, we're going to move on. Uh, so I wanted to combine... Two characters, because I feel like their story was basically one story I agree. in this episode, and that was Graham and Ryan. Yes. Uh, Graham and Ryan, still Graham. I think Graham had a pretty decent episode that way, too. I think Ryan, there. I think these past couple episodes have been trying to, I think, push Ryan's story. Because um, it's been a lot about his dad. We had the letter. We had all sorts of stuff coming up with There's Ryan. There's a lot of dialogue in this episode about his yeah. dad. And he even helps a character that we'll get to later realize that he should be there for his son right you know it's so i think there's he's moving forward in the episode but he was just there kind of as a support character to another character right and graham was just there to kind of even more support ryan's yeah. involvement in the story i think i do think bradley walsh's great dialogue in this in this episode was probably the funniest out of every character. He has he has the best dialogue. I love they're talking about he was oh, watching some midwife show. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did they show that on midwife? <laughs> and oh, the fist bump. Right, he tries yeah, the fist bump yeah. and yeah. Brian's like smiling goes, no. And just keeps smiling. I think he was just really the shining star of this episode even in his very and minor role isn't that crazy life. man is graham i think graham is so compelling because he has some really heart-throbbing moments in the way he just acts and talks like he he can really get to you you know you i've fallen like in for graham more so than i have any other character on the show i agree i agree and even we'll, the doctor i'm sorry we'll, we'll but talk we'll get about there we'll yeah get we'll, there. we'll get there but all right moving on yeah, not so a whole like, lot to say anymore on those moving on let's talk about some more of these supplementing characters Astos. Okay, so Astos. Let me let me just say this. So this uh, this episode as a whole, Astos. We've seen this before, in terms of getting stuck in a life pod and getting ejected. We've seen it. We've seen it before. We we saw it with uh, Martha and them. They got ejected out, and with that one dude, she ends up kissing the one guy on the when they they're getting towards the uh, 
the star is alive. Whatever, I forgot what episode that is. You know which one I'm talking about? Where they scooped out the heart of the star? What? Do you remember which one I'm talking about? An old episode with David Tennant in it. Martha Jones was in a life pod and got ejected out. Or whatever. Oh, and they, yeah, he, he ends yeah, up yeah. pulling it back. But yeah, yeah, yeah. we've seen this life pod thing so yeah. many times. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, you're t- yeah, the, the, it, it is a played out thing. I and, th- and, but his, his connection, you know, I'll kind of roll this in with Mabley a little bit because if she's she's the next one we're going to talk about is they're both you had i guess the doctor and the assistant kind of relationship there right but apparently the assistant's really good just doesn't believe in herself and yeah he was just a a plot to to further but even still where did that come from we got nothing there we didn't see really any of that connection or that relationship between them and he just gets in this life pod and goes you can do it believe in yourself you're great i'm dead and then we go to Mabley, and she helps a guy give birth. I just, there's, I don't, Right. That was where the was other, that story? Okay. So talking about her, I think. Maybe that, give me a past thing where maybe she messed up, and that's why she, here's, I don't know. So here's the deal, is like, <laughs> it was, it, the episode made you think that she was going to have some kind of major role in terms of, how they were going to get back to... I think the planet was called Rhesus One. Yeah, Rhesus One, yeah. And she actually played no role in that whatsoever besides the birthing thing, which is the thing... She's a nurse. Like, yeah. that's what she was... Like, give me some background. Maybe she messed up something before, and now she doesn't believe in herself because she messed up something really bad and someone died or something. Right. You know, but there was literally no backstory for those two characters, but yet they made it seem so important. Yeah. The other thing about the whole Astos thing is, boy, death. There's so much death. Like, a lot of people are dying in this series so far. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess that's fine with that. I, I, I'm, adult. I'm an adult. Yeah. And I have no problem with... But make the deaths mean something. It meant nothing. He could have stayed alive that whole episode. It would have changed. Yeah, there, there, there really wouldn't have been much difference. Like I said, there's, not, there's too many inconsistencies in this episode. So we have another, I need to slow down. I'm getting excited. Yeah. It's starting to talk really fast. We get uh, a few more characters. Uh, mainly, it was one unit, even though they're all. It was three characters. We have General Cicero, her younger brother, Dirkus. Dirkus Cicero, yeah, even Dirkus. And then her, he calls it clone drone. It's an android. Yeah, Ronan. Ronan was her. I guess assistant. assistant. They, slash... uh, I guess the, in where they're from, they have those drones or droids that are made to follow certain people and then once they like that important, person, people. important people and once that person's either gone or done or something that that android just shuts down that's what their life is for just to follow that one person right right now i actually think these two characters were more intriguing than any of the other supplementary characters because the they show. at least had something there brother and sister they were brother and sister and you had the sister who was the the you know the hot awesome shot, hot shot pilot, pilot you know, best in the galaxy type of thing, and the brother who was just the engineer but never got any credit from her from his sister. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's something there. And then towards the end of the episode, you find out she had an illness. Mm-hmm. Um, what do they, what do they call it? A pilot's heart. Pilot's, pilot's heart. Pilot's heart. Which we I got nothing on that. Right. We don't even know what that means. I was just about to say that. I would have liked some kind of explanation for it. I think you can infer that it it just means that she's exerted herself too much using this. Because the, the pilot... Because it was an adrenaline thing. She was taking adrenaline bro- blockers. Well, the, the the way they pilot ships in the 67th century, apparently, is they pilot them through a neural hookup 
mm-hmm. and they fly it. it, it reminds so does it make of, her? Does it make her heart beat faster? I don't know. Like I, that's what I say. We got nothing that. on that. There's so many yeah. plot like just inconsistencies in this episode. Yeah, that I wouldn't call that one so much an inconsistency. It's just a giant hole. Yeah. Well, but but they're they're. Their ending between their two characters and how the brother kind of takes over and he's like, I'm a Cicero, I can, and it's in my blood type of thing, you know, and flies the thing to safety. You know, that was cool. I mean, that was fine. I liked their interactions more than some of the other characters. Here was another thing I didn't really... Okay, two things, I guess. First was I felt like her death was, like, not very climactic. And the reason for that is... Is not because it it actually could have meant more than what they did it. Mm-hmm. If we could have seen the, the actual, death. well, seen the death and seen how this ship operates. That's know, right. We never see, see the ship outside the inside. Never, never see the planet they go to. Well, we see the ship, but we don't see it how, being piloted by them. Right. You just, uh, you're just if you'd have seen it go through like these asteroids, like you were saying and stuff like that. Based and on how they're moving, how they're moving, and and then maybe she falls backwards, and you know goes, you take over or something, right? Like it's in your blood. She's flying. Um, just just bear with me here. She's flying. She's got the little neural. We, setup we need to be writers, up. Chris. Yeah, give us a call. <laughs> she's flying through the neural network, and then an asteroid comes and it hits the ship, and it makes her bump a little bit, and then like and she starts breathing uh, really yeah. hard, and then <sighs> yeah, yeah, you see her chest, you know, and it's like, or, or even better, what if what if that. Neural thing is hooked up to. I know he just makes it out of what he could. The pilot stuff out of what he what he can just what's in the room already. It doesn't even have a cockpit or anything like that. But he makes it. But what if it was hooked up to some sort of like heartbeat sensor or something? And you could hear it. What if we just heard it? Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Like a monitor. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you just hear. Yeah, just flat lines. And maybe she's like it kind of one of those slow down moments where she kind of just falls back. Right, right. And gets that last. You can do it, brother. Take over, type of thing. You know, gosh, that'd have been so much better. Right, yeah, man. But instead, mic drop, pin drop. <laughs> call me up, Chris. <laughs> but instead, <laughs> we get nothing. Not yeah, we get nothing from we that. Just, just, Another dead hole right there in the episode. Yeah, we just literally dead hole. Yeah. So, but still, their interactions was better than some of the other ones. Now, the character that I just the whole episode, I, I, I just I was I didn't know what to think. Uh, mind blown was mind blown was uh what was it yoss 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 i did like his character but he was used to again move ryan forward in the series you know he's uh i don't know what their race was we never find out what race these people okay. are, i don't think yeah they said it did they they said that what he is and i it's i think it started with a g but i can't remember so he is an alien but yeah the males always give the males are give birth to the males and the females give birth to the females right in that race and uh, he doesn't want to be a dad. He's going to give up the child kind of thing. Ryan helps yeah, him. Yeah, they give birth within seven days. Yeah, something like that. that yeah, yeah. Uh, Ryan convinces him to... It's not important how good a father you are. It's just the fact that you're there. Right. And that's kind of a thing for Ryan's story. But other than Ross being pregnant, the whole episode is really not a whole lot going on with him. All right, so here's where we jump into deep water with me. Oh. Oh. So I... I okay. I'm a little nervous. Yeah, well, honestly. I mean, this is an honest podcast. We say what we want. Yeah, and I, I, I do, I do want to, you know, be so, honest. How many times? I mean, future, I mean, past episodes. How many times have we we ridden the line on what well, maybe we should say or not? I, it's not about what we should say. I just know that there that this is a controversial thing. 
Go ahead. I'll just speak my piece on it. I feel like there's a couple things. One, this isn't controversial at all, but I feel like if they're going to have aliens, make them alien. They don't get lazy with it, and they're humans. Like, they've done that a lot now, where they, every it almost feels like almost every episode... Yeah, remember... They're aliens, but they're not. Remember Christopher, Christopher Eccleston? Everything was an alien. Right, right. Like those, Everything. But these look like... And the budget was so much lower. Right. So I, I, I didn't really understand that. But, okay. Jumping past that. There seems to be a concerted effort mm-hmm. in this season so far to have inclusion of of ideas that are popular in modern society well i think what the point is on that and i was going to i'm going to talk about it more when we get to the mid-season actually i'll wait i'll wait to the mid-season i'll come around to that i'll just bring it back up right this the whole idea it was something and it, it 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 really might boil down to how i feel Personally, like just in my in the way I view the world outside of Doctor Who. Yeah, no, of course, but that's I mean that's how opinions are right made. So what I felt like when I saw this was like, come on, like you're obviously trying to do the the whole like gender doesn't matter type thing. And I get that from a certain standpoint, like that obviously as an alien, aliens can do anything, and that was my basis for how I felt about Doctor being a woman was like, it's a Time Lord, it it makes no sense. Yeah, who cares? Who cares? Yeah. And then this character, I kind of, on one hand, I'm like, yeah, it's just an alien, who cares, whatever. But it was... On the other hand, you're like, they're trying to push a a political topic for today's Right, like they're really trying to, really hone in on it. Yeah, I'm I'm going to talk about that more. And I didn't appreciate it, because it almost felt like it was forced. Yeah, well, I'll talk. I'll talk about it more. I don't know if I don't know if I'm 100% agree. So I'll I'll bring it back up here in a minute. And then moving on, though, the character I really want to talk about in this show, uh, the the Pating. Yeah. The 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 baddie, I guess, in this episode. Oh man, I'm about to light y'all up on this on this monster. So. <laughs> hey, here's <laughs> let me throw some pros at you. Uh, yeah, you know what? Let's. Here are the pro. Here's Jace's pros for the Pating. Sean's gonna do all cons. Yeah, pro. <laughs> we got a monster. Brand new, I guess. Got a brand new monster, right? Oh my goodness. So far, like the only monster we've got in this series. Even the Doctor didn't know what it was. Was, you know, the teeth monster. Right, the Stenza. I'm not gonna call it a Stenza. It's teeth the, monster. Yeah, and that was awful. So at least it's a monster. The CGI on it looked great. It was good. Yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, the CGI looked great. And can you find me one more? I can. Let's see. <laughs> can you find uh, one more? Bro? It was it was cute. It was cute looking. Get out. Um, <laughs> but... All right, all right, here we go. Uh, um, here's the drum roll. Yeah. There you go. Cons from Sean. That should be a segment. But it's this monster. Okay. It before we even see it is made out to be this horrible, horrible thing. It can run really, really fast. It's very, very, very quick. Mm-hmm. We see none of that via the episode, other than it being a blip on a map. Is when we see it. Right. We, anytime we see the thing, it's waddling or it's just kind of crawling, maybe kind of fast, but not, not as really. quick as it was. Not at yeah, all. on the little dot where it was just like, 
all over the place. Um, so you got that. Apparently, it feeds, we find out later, it feeds off energy, okay? So the whole episode, they think it's going to eat the ship because it's eating metal or whatever, little tidbits of metal here and there. Right. Which, I guess if you think about it hard, it, in the screwdriver, it got the energy out of the screwdriver, but it spit it out. So why did it eat the metal? And not spit it back out. And not spit it back out. So it goes off the energy, and the whole episode is that it, they go to protect this particle accelerator core. Right. They go to protect it. If it feeds off energy, why did it not just go straight there? Right. Why wouldn't it have eaten a hole, eaten another Through the hole, ship and just going everywhere and then, and then eventually get there? It could have literally just gotten into the ship. Gagged. It literally could have just gotten into the ship, gone straight there, ate particle accelerator, everybody's dead. End of series. Yeah. <laughs> like, Doctor Who's over. Doctor Who's over. That was the thing. It didn't but make a lot of sense. It didn't make sense. And it was like they took a Slovene and an adipose and put them together. <laughs> <laughs> like, <I didn't. laughs> like, I just had a glass shattering moment because I didn't realize that at all. They it literally totally, just took it a totally Slovene does. It totally it does. With an adipose. Wow. Uh, it's the first thing I saw. I was like, it's a Slovene pose. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. That that character was written so poorly. Yes, there was a lot of things. That I didn't... was excited because it was new. Right. I was like, oh, something I've never seen before. We were promised that. That's cool. But it was not as bad as you, I, I, I don't know. Here's some other things <laughs> I have to say about the team that I didn't really quite understand. One of them the, the big things was that its skin was... I, I was going to bring it up, but I forgot. Uh, its skin was toxic. So I, 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 I bring this up a lot. Writing 101, if you put a gun on the wall, if you leave a gun on the wall, make sure you intend to use it. So when they introduced that, I was like, okay, well, maybe what they're going to do is someone will touch it, and then they'll almost die, and then, like, that'll add more tension to the episode. Or maybe Ronan, because he's not, because even bring it up, like, he could touch it because he's not. And then they never use it. Utilize it. it. Like, Ronan should have, maybe maybe Ronan should have grabbed it and and did something with it, but then they find out. That it he wasn't was a, he wasn't immune. It just right. took slower. Right, right. And right. then maybe that's when exactly. the doctor's thing came into play. Like, I don't, exactly. I don't, I don't know. Here's another thing. That, I forgot okay. about that. I was gonna bring that up. I totally forgot. Here's one thing that they did use, which was the Yaz was given that blanket, that was a special 67th century blanket, space blanket, or whatever. Like, I just, and so that she could pick up the ting and throw it out. If the toxic skin thing, what's the difference? In this episode, between it having toxic skin and her picking up the blanket, or let's say the same, everything's exactly the same. Doesn't have toxic just, skin. Picking her, it up. Just picking up and throwing it out. Well, okay, nothing. That's, that's what I'm saying. No that. Let's just let's just utilize the toxic skin. Let's just keep that. What's the difference of it not having toxic skin and her having toxic skin and still keeping the blanket in there? The toxic skin meant nothing in the episode. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Like it, this monster had so many big bad, baddie things set up for it, and none of them were used. I think the right way, you know. Like I brought up the screwdriver, ate the screwdriver, useless, because she just got it right back. Maybe it gave her the the bell for the energy, but right. other than that, it did it did nothing. The other thing I was thinking about, like, would have made the uh, pating a little bit more interesting, was if it did 
eat organic flesh. I felt like that. It would have made more... Like, then you didn't have to have the toxic skin element, like, because then mm. it was like, we want to stay away from it because it could potentially eat us. The other thing I thought was, okay, well, if it doesn't, it eats non-organic matter, I was thinking, man, what about Ronan getting eaten or, too, or threatened yeah. to be eaten because he's an android? Didn't come into play at all. The Pating... We got nothing on Pating's backstory. We just saw it out in space behind asteroids. Like, right. we didn't get to see, like, or hear where it comes from, like... The doctor realizes what it is and goes, "Oh, I've heard of these. They're from here. They're from this." Right. But they go to they go they go to some computer, gone. and the computer tells it it's a patine and that it's dangerous. But that's, that's well. It. See, here's the other thing: is if the computer was aware of the patine's existence, right, and its ultimate level what danger. Did they, what did they say the danger was? Ultimate level. Ultimate threat to life. Yeah, it was but, like but they gave, life, it, they gave it a category. Yeah, it was ultimate. It was a threat to life category ultimate. There's something else, though. And the thing about it was that the computer obviously knew the thing existed. That there should have been some kind of defense against it. Well, it said that there was none. Well, I meant like anything. The like, computer said that there was no defense against it. Clearly not if you can pick it up with a blanket. And you can also stun it with... Well, they little... say it didn't stun long. But they say there's not, no... Yeah, they didn't stun long. But I'm just saying... Don't even. Well, I'll just get back to that. But like they say that it can live without. I mean, it can breathe Air in space and, and all that sort of. So you can't suffocate it. What I'm saying is, okay, if those little guns or whatever could pre prevent at least stun it momentarily, mm -hmm. why wouldn't you uh, have some kind of auto turret on the ship itself so that if it detects the pating within a certain radius of the ship, or or like if it's inside the walls? Because okay, so we had that moment where it was inside the the. the I guess the, the inside of the wall where it's eating something, and then like I guess I'm gonna say the air conditioner turns on, and we see like a fire blast, and it shrieks and then runs away. Right. Why didn't why wasn't there something built into it where it was like an electric shock, and it just stuns it. Right. Just stuns it for literally a second so that you can inject it. Yeah. Or whatever. I don't know. It was. I don't know. The pating the pating was not written correctly. It could have been a cute great villain. If done right, right. There was just uh, a lot like, of what if you eat? Holes. What if it eats half of the particle accelerator? Okay, eats half the damn particle accelerator, and the ship's going down. They they get it under control, and then Ronin comes in and somehow connects himself to it. Oh, that's a good idea. And saves the ship. Like there's we so need many. Jobs. Yeah, God give us a job. <laughs> like I said that some of the beginning, man. Is that? I, I science twenty twenty when you're trying to write an episode, okay? We not right. are not writers. We weren't sitting there going, What about me. this? What about that? Right, right. We're we're watching it and going, That sucked. You should have done right. this. Right. You know, but Armchair quarterback, basically. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It's just I feel like there was so it's like when you're testing a product, you know, like when a video game comes out. You think in your mind that they've tested this ridiculously. Mm. Okay. They've tested it to make sure everything works, but then we've had so many games come out that are broken. Well, it's because it's rushed to come out. That's and what I'm that's saying. Obviously... But the episode, I feel like if they do stuff like this and they want it to be really well done, they should watch it before they finish it. You know, put in time in the budget to watch the episode fully sure yourself. I'm sure they do that. I'm sure they do that. I don't know if they do, man. Like, they, they edit it, yeah. They watch bits of it, they edit, they put it together, they edit, or whatever. But I'm not in the, mu I'm not in the movie, I'm not in the film, I'm not an actor, or anything like that, so maybe they, maybe you're right, maybe they do, but I think if you would have watched that episode as a writer, or as a 
director or producer, mm -hmm. showrunner, anyone, you could have gone, that didn't turn out the way we wanted. Mm. You know, maybe we need to add, you know that piece we took out here that we cut? Let's throw that back in. Or something, you know? I don't know. But I know they're on times and they're on budgets, so they can't really do that, maybe. But I just think the villain in this episode was not... I'm not even going to say the villain. This episode, which I guess can we can lead into the verdict. Kind of, I know we talked about the verdict earlier. I do want to talk about whole... one more thing before we get into our, okay. our mid-season review, and that was the TARDIS. Um, so, it's gone. Again. Again. And I just feel like, why are they, why are we going, you, you just got it back. Like, why are we going back to now, you know, maybe the next episode starts right away and they've got the TARDIS back. I think it will, because remember they said that they're going to take them there, teleport to the to the, the planet that they were on previously to get the thing. That's us assuming that the yeah. TARDIS is still there. But. And I just feel like. I agree with you there. That could have also been written into the show. The TARDIS does kind of have a mind of its own. What if it popped back up at the last, like, that ship gets eaten and it's fallen, TARDIS shows up. Right, has, like, a distress call in the sonic screwdriver yeah, or something. Yeah, the, 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 the TARDIS shows up, they get in the TARDIS, they bring that thing to safety. Right. Something, any anything like that. I, I, just, I don't know. It was just a minor point. Yeah, but I agree with you. We just got it back and it's gone again. So, that's, you know, you know like, our review... Of episode five, the uh, Saranga conundrum. Yes. Now we, uh, we ran that thing into the dirt. I actually might downgrade now. I, I think I think I'm going to change it to a two. I think I'm going to after no one. talking to it myself. Yeah. I think I'm going to talk myself down, back to down to a two. To one point five. Yeah, I, I changed it. I'm sorry. That's. I don't think it. W <laughs> it's a it's a two. It really is. I can't be. I can't try to be lenient on it. Right. You know that's that's not what we're here to do. I I, I got to give it what I think it really deserves, and with the amount of inconsistencies and plot holes in the episode and how a lot of the, a lot of the things you should take out of that episode and it not change a thing right i yeah I, I don't know if i'd go lower than a two i don't think i think a 1.5 is a little too harsh but it might not be though but like i said it's it's opinionated so talking about the the whole season so far yeah what would you give this like what what how many jelly babies would you give episodes one through five, one five as, as a whole, whole? Give them as a whole. Oh man, uh, like a two point three five. Two point three five. Yeah, I'm not quite as a, I'm not quite at the half mark. I would give it a two. Yeah, I'm not quite at the half mark. Um, there's things that I love, like I think Jody's doing a good job. I think there's writing parts missing for her character, but I think she's doing a good job. But there are things like Yaz. Other than the, even with the bit of episode that we had with her family, she's useless. Right. What what has been her helping moment? Okay, so when we boil down to the Doctor and the companions this series, it's just the it's just a fact. There's too many companions. Yeah. It's just too many. Y'all heard us talk about this. What I think I, what I wanted to do for this. Uh, go ahead. I'll let you finish. But what I wanted to do with this is I actually read a lot of viewer reviews. Now, like not professional people. That do stuff like this. And got guys and gals like us. Guys and gals like us that left their kind of synopsis of the series thus far. Um, and I want to talk about some of those, but I will let you finish what you were going to say just a minute ago. Yeah, the thing about it so far, there's too many companions. I think the experiment so far has failed because I know that that was something they wanted to do was to see, to try to do like a gang instead of a doctor companion mm -hmm. uh, relationship. I feel like it is not. 
what Doctor Who's meant to be. It doesn't feel like Doctor Who. There's too much going on. Like, for... You know, I said this, I think, last episode, that the episodes, even though they're longer, feel shorter because there's not enough time being spent. Because there's just so... Not only do you have the Doctor... You're leaving plot holes open. Not only do you have the Doctor, uh, a new Doctor, who we have to try to feature and understand and... And, and grow with the audience. We have three other supplementing characters that we have to also grow, and the uh, the audience has to try to understand everything. And then we go into other minor characters. Who each episode is in a new setting, a new everything, and then you also got to try to weave into it some kind of threat. We had, a, I mean, to, to that point, there was eleven characters in that last episode. Right, and that's the thing is like there's so much going on, it's hard to it's hard to stay focused on any of it. Yeah. What I will say, I do like Jody, the actress. I like yes. Jody. I don't I don't think she's giving a bad performance. However, and I've said this a bunch, there's something missing. I think it boils down to writing. And I think she's be, doing great with what she has, but she's getting given for script wise. I think she's doing fine. I do feel like there's a lot of people who are because as as you said, there's a lot of people talking about how they love the Thirteenth Doctor and everything. There's a small part of me that thinks that maybe people are being lenient on her, that they're uh, afraid to say anything negative about her because then you're you're against women or something. I, I do, you think... know, and I don't, I don't like to get political. You know, I'm not a political guy. No, I don't I'm, either. I'm not, uh, and I'm not. You know, I, I, we don't want to offend anybody. That's not what we're here to do. No, no. We no. just want to give y'all honest opinions. We we want to know y'all's opinions. So if you have an opinion, I would love to hear other people's opinions. You may change my mind. Maybe you saw something I didn't. Right. I just I love Doctor Who, and I'm going to be critical about it. Because yes, I love, because it. I love it. And I think so far I've not been enamored with. The th- the new Doctor. I, I haven't... Because I feel like there's nothing there. I haven't, this series so far, I haven't, like, series in the past, been like, is the new episode here yet? Right. Is it here? I go, I'll watch it Tuesday. I feel like that that's something to do with a, a couple of things. One is is that because the episode, there's no two-parters or anything like that, there's no genuine, like... Cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like. Just, yeah, at the end of that one, we did get a cliffhanger. No, it was just, and that's fine. We'll take you back to the TARDIS. Episode, I know, yeah, I know, but but there's nothing driving you to want to. Cause, okay, like before, we had storylines with like the Bad Wolf thing or the Doctor trying to torch wood. Right. Uh, Harold Saxon. You kind of hear this stuff throughout the series. The uh, Doctor Missy. Right, the Doctor wanting to return to Gallifrey. There's a lot of things. What is the driving overall narrative for of this, this series. series so far? I, I, I thought we were going to get it with the Stinza. We heard it twice in two episodes. I haven't I heard, heard it since. I haven't heard anything. We got that weird guy in Rosa. Nothing, Nothing since. Now, I agree with you that there's, there's just too much going on. There's too many characters. Not enough time to develop them all. I, don't, I, don't, I do not want this to turn into Capaldi's. Where the last series that the Doctor is here is when they get it figured out, and then the person leaves, and then you got to start all over again. Right. You know, I think that there's something they need to do. Now, going into what I read from all these viewers thus far, which I think is interesting, I honestly 
wasn't expecting this. A majority of it's kind of what we're talking about, how Yaz is the most underdeveloped character in the series thus far. Everyone, but like you said, everyone that I've read so far loves the 13th Doctor. Loves her. Thinks she's doing a fantastic job. Combined, say that they took the best parts from Tennant, the best parts from Matt Smith, and the best parts of Capaldi and put them all together. That's what people are saying. And we've already talked about our ends on that. But they love Graham. Think Graham's, yeah, think Graham's the best Graham. companion. They say Ryan's starting to get developed, but still lacking something there. Okay, here's something. I'm glad you, you brought up Ryan. And you might even know where I'm going this once I start saying it. Has the dyspraxia thing come up at all? I was going to bring that up. Um, no, it has not. And I, I really think that they had a potential to do some really interesting things there. He's going to be on spaceships. Nothing. No, it's like nothing is... Like, there was the one line, I think it was in episode two, where he was going to get on the ladder and then was kind of hesitant and then climbed it. Well, he there was a part two in the first... I think it was first episode where he slid down it. Remember? He was climbing it and he kind of slid all the way down it. One. Yeah, he slid all the way down it and was like, oh, I got this and he did it again. Uh, I think in episode two he did say, I hate ladders. Something like that. But Either way. No, it hasn't come up. And it could have been utilized in the, this last episode. He's on a spaceship that's constantly doing this, probably. You right. know, he, he can't keep his balance. Maybe he's fallen over. He, you know, he's trying to... I don't know. There's No, it has not been brought up. And after the first episode, I thought it was going to be utilized. No, not at all. And it hasn't at all. Maybe they threw it out. I thought I think it could have made it Maybe really interesting. Maybe it'll come up in the future. Yeah, I thought it could have made the series really interesting episodes, on it. We still got five episodes, so I don't know. But yeah, no, you're right. Uh, this series as a whole, I just it's it's still missing something in terms of uh, keeping me in it. And the way the writing is, is yes, the episodes are longer, like you said, but with the amount of characters that are in it, you're leaving plot holes. It's like right. you have to because you can't put it all in there. Right. You know, with all the characters we just talked about in the latest episode. They might be losing thing in, things in the edit. That's possible. That's what, and that's what I was talking about earlier. Maybe they need to view it and go, We, I think we need that in because that, that doesn't quite make sense. Right. But it's Doctor Who, full of plot holes anyways. But Yeah, we always have. It's always plot holes. It's just nothing is keeping me... I, I love Doctor Who. I'm going to watch it no matter what. But nothing has hooked me the way other things have. Like... Remember when Missy first shows up? Right. Hooked. Rest of the season. I want to know more about Missy. Right. Who is this? Well, we didn't even... No, didn't even know. And then, you know, then you find out it's the master, and you're like, what? Right. And you're hooked from that moment seeing what's going to happen, and there's a development there over the course of the entire... Heck, not even just one series. Like, the course of, of Capaldi's entire, entire run. run. You know? But so far, we have nothing like... No, nothing that just makes me go, I need to know where that's going. Yeah, I, there's not there's not a there's not a central narrative throughout the episode or I'm sorry, throughout the series. I I do think that it it's tough to juggle all these characters. Not to say here's a, another thing I say, it's not not all hope is lost. No, I'm and we're, I I think it sounds like I'm bashing it really really hard. I'm just being really, really critical of it right now. I still love the show. I don't, I'm going to watch it. Like I said, you're going to watch it. We're going to keep talking about it. It's not like after this series, if the series is bad, I'm going to go, Doctor Who, 
and yeah, be done. Yeah, of course not. But... You know, but I think what they're trying to do, when I was going to bring this up to you, tell me what you think, is I want to say that they're trying to go back to more of a classical thing, like where they teach. I think Chris Chibnall is trying to write in a way where he's trying to teach, educate people. And I'm not going to say people, educate children. Kind of like, you remember how that's how the show started? I think that's what he's trying to do, like the political stuff you were talking about. How, you know, the gender thing doesn't matter. You know, with the Rosa episode. You know, with these episodes, they're trying to, he's trying to teach something. And I think where it's falling flat is with the adults that have been, the I think, been the reason the show's come back. Okay, so I'm going to choose my words carefully here. I want to <laughs> I I articulate myself. That's just a viewpoint. I could be completely off. I just that's just a way to look at it, I think. I would say to that that I have no problem with a story teaching me a lesson. That's kind of what stories are meant to do. Yeah. Right? However, the story has to be it has to be tight and it has to be interesting. None of these episodes have done that. It feels like they're trying harder to deliver a message yes. than they are to actually put a, to, tell a story. Put a story together. Think about when we met Van Gogh in Doctor Who. Right, that that was a great that episode. Taught us about it. That told us that taught us the history of a character. Right. And it got us compelled and heart strings tugged at and it was a great episode, but it was also educational. But like you said, about the story depression. was great about depression. Right, you know, and, and even the, though he he found out what became of his work, you can't just beat that sadness that he had. Right, that depression is a disease. Yes. and that kind of thing. And that, that's the thing is like, it, it also just tells you about like allegories and everything mm-hmm. like that. That the stories that there's stories in in our the history of the world or history of nations and everything like that that stand the test of time, not only because they teach you a lesson, but because the the central story itself is compelling. Like, uh, an example would be, like, Pinocchio. Like, obviously, Pinocchio, most people relate it with Disney and everything like that, but it predates Disney. Oh, yeah, all those. <laughs> Sorry, kids. All of those have right. a darker history to them. But the story, the, the story uh, at its heart, like, just from a... Just viewing it as a kid or something like that, you just, oh, it's about a puppet. I like puppets. And yeah. he becomes a real boy. It's a great story. His nose grows when he lies. Oh, right. I shouldn't do that. That's right. Gonna, that's going to happen to me. But the central, the, the lesson it actually teaches you is is one much, you know, much bigger than about a puppet and everything like that. And it's about how, you know, a father's love makes you a better person and actually, there are consequences to your actions when mm-hmm. you lie and everything like that. And that through a father's loves, you become a, a real boy, a.k.a. you become a man. Yes. Or a woman. But it's all part of the story. It's not... They didn't They didn't force that... The, they didn't focus they didn't on force, the message. They didn't focus on the message. If the story's done right, the message will get there. Right. And I think, like you said, they're focusing more on messages this series than they are the storytelling that leads to the message. Right. Overall, I am still, I'm still in. Oh yeah, I'm not gone. And I know this. Maybe this episode makes it seem like our mid-series review makes it seem like we're kind of like, Psh, you're doing a horrible job. I just, <laughs> I just think that things are missing. I, I, funny you say that. So the, 
I'm in fa- Facebook groups. Yeah. On Facebook. Really? You're not on Facebook group, groups <laughs> yeah. on Twitter? Yeah. I, and <laughs> they're Doctor Who related, and a lot of them have been posting memes about Chris Chibnall. And I'm trying to think. There was one I saw where really? it was like, it was a label for something, and it was like, it was like, this doesn't make any sense. And then it looked at the label, and it was like written by Chris Chibnall. And they were like, oh, okay. So, like, people are already making memes about Chris Chibble not being very good at writing. Well, I have I have people that I talk to also in groups like that that aren't haven't been fans of Chris Chibble's writing. But from Broadchurch. From, from things past. And they go, in their minds, they're like, I still like Doctor Who, but maybe I just don't like his writing. You know? Right. Maybe that's maybe that's my disconnect. For, like, that's what they say. Maybe that's my disconnect is I just don't like his writing. Right. You know, it's not that... Maybe the episode's great. I just... It's him. I don't know. <laughs> like, so a few more minor points before we move on. I will say the music's not good. I, I don't even pay attention to it anymore. I honestly could not tell you a moment in that episode that we just watched where music came into it. Right. Uh, the music, the score is just not there. And I really wish they would change the the title sequence. I still don't like it. I still don't see your face. Yeah, if it's there, I, I don't believe you people. So here's hoping that the episodes in the future here get a little better. I would love to see a giant, you know, m- giant just plot a, point. Just a meta. Something that we're just like, whoa. I Like, when back in the day, I, I remember it took me watching uh, the Torchwood part of the, the show twice through to go, Wait a second, they mentioned Torchwood in every episode. Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe something will happen to where I'm like, whoa, you know, but I doubt it. I have analyzed these episodes and I have we not seen anything. We could be, but the, another thing I would say is that none of the episodes that have come out this series will, I would ever put in my even top. 20 of the best Doctor Who And I know, ever. I know there's a, there's an episode people are going to disagree with us on. Well, that. Rosa. They yeah. are, and we're going to, that's why that we have not had that episode yet. We're getting other people's opinions on it. We're going to have other people talk about it, because that's a big episode, and I'm not going to give y'all any hints on Chase's and I's views on that. Well, we might have gave a little bit, but We yeah, may have, it, but yeah, we're not going to give you anything else. So there it is. There's our reviews of Episode five, and then the the, the season as a whole so far. So far, and if you don't agree with us, let us know. We do not take anything to heart. This is a, I guess a, I don't want to say a heart to heart, but a, a heartfelt podcast. We say what we feel. Right, right. Again, I mean, you know, we're not experts or anything, but yeah, we do just, have an opinion on it. And we yeah. love to share it. If you have an opinion of your own, we talk about this all the time. You can head over to facebook.com slash gbs podcast. Please leave us a comment, a message, a message. If you want, let us know if you want us to read it on the podcast. I'd be right. more, we'd be more than happy. If you don't want us to say your name, you don't have to. But we'll say, hey, a viewer sent this in. This is what they said about this episode. Right. You can also email us uh, at omnifringeradio.com. You can check out. There's a link there where you can contact contact us through email, and just let us know what you think. Moving on. There's. I'm gonna say, is it that time? Whoa, whoa. it is that is time. Is it that time? Okay. It is I like this part now. Yeah. For me, it's good. It's educational. Right. <laughs> so it is time for this week's classic clip of the week. Doctor, there's been another... Where is he? In there. Oh, we promised you... Ah, oh, Doctor, we must get moving. Is something wrong? 
You've changed. Oh, no, not again. No, no, I, I didn't mean your face. I meant your clothes. Don't you like them? Unit is supposed to be a security organization. Do you think I might attract attention? It's just possible. One moment. No? No. Much better, Doctor. Now, if you've quite finished with your wardrobe... I'll try again, if you like. No, let's settle with that, please. Now, Time Doctor, we were off. Off? To visit the scene of the crime. The thing is, there's been Tell another robbery. Tell me on the way, Brigadier. Tell me on the way. Well, there you go. Classic clip of the week. This is always fun for me, because I haven't seen a whole lot of, right. of those. So, for people who wanted... You know, we played the audio for you just now. If you want to watch it, you can check it out on YouTube. Uh, the name of the video is The Doctor and a Dandelion. At least... We watched just listened to half of it. About yeah, about a minute and twenty seconds of it. Right. Um, so some interesting things about that. I'm, I'm sure you're wondering, like. Yeah, I I thought that out of all the when you know the doctor always has that thing where you figure out they figure out what the doctor's gonna wear, you know. And I saw like a king's outfit, a barbarian outfit, and a jester. I like. Totally should have stayed with the jester. <laughs> the line where he's like. Uh, doctor, you've changed. Oh, not again. Yeah, he's like, no, not he, your face. Like, yeah, because you said that that's just between after the third to fourth, right? Right, this is right after he just regenerates. This is the first episode where we see the fourth Doctor. I like how he had the sword, and he's in the barbarian stuff. He's like, do you think I'd bring attention? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so interesting little tidbit. I learned this from Vince Wilson, the producer of the show. He um, had told me, he, he was like... The, you remember back when uh, Tom Baker wore the Jester's outfit and all that? I was like, yeah, yeah, that was kind of weird. He was like, those were the only outfits that the BBC had that would fit him. He's a humongous man. He's like six foot six, very tall. That was all they had. <laughs> that was all they had. Wow, so that's why... I mean, I guess it worked because you don't want to have something that someone could wear, the doctor would put on, and people go, yeah, that was okay. Why didn't he stay with that one? You had to make it so abs just stupid that people were like, "Huh." Right. So I, I thought that I thought it was interesting. It's a it was a cool way to do that. That's actually a fun fact, though. I didn't know that. <laughs> right. Right. So we, we, like you said, we've seen the Doctor change outfits before, yeah. but that was a l little bit of interesting information. So there it is. That's the episode this week. We talked it up and down. We've said our piece. Some of it you might agree with. Some of it you probably don't. That's good because if you agree with everything we said, then I don't know why you're listening. Why you're listening? Right. Yeah, we need opposite opinions. Right. So that's it for this week's episode of the GBS podcast. I'm Jace, and I'm Sean, and we are hopping in our Tardises, and we will catch you next week.